I don't know oh, if but, it's specifically but it, okay, It's true that animals yeah, can see more of the electromagnetic animals. spectrum than humans. Yeah, there are certain animals that do. Or, I mean, I can look it up which animals do. Yeah. I keep saying something. Uh, or what? Or you were saying something about how humans, the more we've developed, or you're saying that it's like seeing you less are, of the electromagnetic no, spectrum is you best, are, best yeah, for survival. Because you are wondering if, uh, why is it that we only see such a small portion of the spectrum, and then maybe it's beneficial to us because evolution has brought us here, and we only see a certain mm. amount. Yeah, butter butterflies and reindeer can uh, see different or they have they have the widest visual range of any animal mm. okay but what does that actually mean or what what would it be like if we could see what they could see we don't know uh, we can't perceive it that's it that's the entire point oh yeah so like if we have computers we can detect it through that but then when we're seeing what the computer is seeing it's, it's trans- what we're seeing yeah no yeah the computer transfers it oh, into yeah, visible yeah. light yeah. so we can imagine it yeah yeah you know, I've seen a lot of religious people say you could see, like, angels and stuff. Or they're just always around. Like, you oh, but see they're on different yeah, wavelength. wavelength. But then computers would detect that, so. You know, but how would computers know what to detect? It's not like we have a set program that says this is what an angel would be like, because we don't know. Oh, true. So you're saying that, like, computers have detected angels, possibly. Yeah. But, but we just don't know what the shape mm-hmm. or, mm, Okay. Yeah, I can. It could be a thing. Could be. Do we have a set range, or do we know all the different types of, uh, or wavelengths that, or I thought there was a finite amount, but he was saying it's infinite. Yeah, it's infinite, but there's like a concentration at a certain wavelength. So like most wavelengths exist in this like area, and then like the further out you go, or the shorter you go, it's less common to see oh. radiation. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, where's this episode going? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could, we could pull a really interesting episode with this topic if we had like an hour of research. Yeah, yeah. I don't... But we'll save it for later. Let's shelf this. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea. You know, I heard. Speaking of wavelengths, actually, I heard that, or not, I heard, but you sent me the thing of how there's different wavelengths based off the type of clothes that you're wearing or the material. Of clothes you're wearing, I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with the electromagnetic. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not electromagnetic. But they're saying what? What frequency is it? I have no idea. Or how is that measured? I don't know, but they were just saying that organic materials have higher frequency. But that's what they when they're yeah. But specifically, it was linen and wool. Organic linen and wool have a higher frequency than organic cotton. Oh okay. And then that has a higher frequency than polyester. Yeah, and synthetic materials. Vi- but vibration of a clothing or a fabric is that mm-hmm. when you uh, what does that even mean i don't know okay i'm saying in in practical real th- real world uh, uh, like a real world thing that i've noticed based off of that even my dad is saying this but whenever you wear something like linen or some business casual outfit or like a suit or something you just feel different yeah you do you do but what vibration is that i don't know she look it up yeah, but is is there that much concrete research on it? I don't know. Vibration of So clothing. you're saying clothes vibrate at a different wavelength. Yeah, different types of fabric. Or different types of fabric at a different type of wavelength. Vibrational frequency of clothing is important for health. Yeah, no idea. 
Yeah, linen and wool rock the calf's butt. Dr. Yellen's studies have showed that linen and wool both had a frequency of 5,000. That's a whole lot of frequency boosting power. Strangely, when a body wore both linen and wool at the same time, the frequency went to zero. Well, how is this frequency measured? Oh, but, you know, something that they say is you can't mix, uh, or in, in Judaism, you're not allowed to wear two, I think it might be linen and wool, but you're not allowed to wear two fabrics interwoven together. It has to be one. There's a historical or story side of it, too. But, you know, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I mean, they they probably... Yeah. Yeah, linen, wool, cashmere, hemp, organic cotton, or leather have the highest. And the lowest are... I can't even read that because it's covered by the TikTok sign. But bamboo, silk, polyester, nylon, viscose, acrylic, and anything static-resistant. Silk is interesting. Static-resistant? Oh... So that wavelength of your clothing vibrating is somehow like affecting people's moods and like their actions. Is that I don't know? Maybe it's like a form of energy. You think? I don't know, cause like in nature, everything is vibrating, so you can't really say that it's physical clothing vibrating. It's like yeah, but it's the frequency that. of vibration, right? So sure. maybe you can say if something vibrates at a higher frequency, it's just better. This is like what you were saying about music too. Or yeah. you're saying that... Uh, okay, this this I actually got from Kanye. Okay. So I saw this Kanye thing. And remember the Travis Scott concert where eight people died or something? Yeah. Yeah, he was saying that the 808s that they use in rap have a really low frequency. And it instills really bad moods in people. From the guy who made an 808s album? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he still makes 808 albums. I don't yeah. think he cares, but that's what he's saying. Okay. He's saying, like... Or the thing that I brought up was, you know, Andre 2000's flute album? Uh-huh. It's, it's an album where he just doesn't sing anything at all. It's just completely flute. Mm-hmm. for like an hour and 30 minutes straight but it's super high music. vibration yeah like yeah yeah and he's saying that the 808s in most rap it just has a really low vibration and it instills like a really like a rage mood in people okay but he's saying you saying that inspired the the whatever the people trampling over each other and killing each other and stuff okay but music affecting people is like it's a thing yeah, yeah it's music, a thing music that's 100%, a thing. Oh, that's affects 100% and, yeah true but like I don't think that's what engendered the situation of people trampling. I mean, yeah, it can't. It can't be was, the sole cause. Yeah, everyone. I don't know. Like that's what he's cramping. saying. He's saying it's that. That's more of a fault than Travis. Well, yeah. Travis well, okay, okay, okay. But Travis, that uh, maybe he's making the argument that Travis didn't have that much of a role in that. Yeah, because uh, which is also true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a venue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The security and all that stuff. Yeah. The security. But, no, was... but he's saying what caused the people to do that in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> or it's he's because people won't do that normally. It's not like people are gonna trample over each other. Where was well, the contradiction? If it's like life threatening, because like everyone's doing it, so yeah. I guess you have to. Yeah, but it pl- did, maybe it played a role in it, yeah. but it wasn't yeah, the sole yeah, yeah. cause. Yeah, yeah. I but I could believe. I that. could believe that too. Yeah, I feel like the thing when we were looking into frequency and stuff a lot recently, I feel like that could also, or that's just like a thing. Yeah, because maybe I mean, for example. I mean, I'm sure you guys feel it as well. Like, I feel better when I go into nature, when I'm just outside. So you think, the like, part of the reason is frequency, not that it's just, like, better, like... Yeah, but what determines how it's better? I feel like frequency plays a big part in that, especially if you're looking at clothing and the effect it has on people's moods. Even my dad was saying that when he's working from home, it's important to wear... Yeah, you said other, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, but I didn't explain Oh, okay, 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 okay. But... I mean, I kind of did, but not really. He's saying when working from home, it's important to wear professional attire because it puts you in the mood more. I think that's definitely tr- like, that's true. Like, there's probably studies done on that. Like, 
getting in those clothes puts you in that mindset. So like, it's differing from like your home environment. It's like a lot of research has shown like you don't want to study in your bedroom because that's mm-hmm. where you sleep. You want to go somewhere else, like a library or something. I feel like a lot of the stuff that we talk about energy and people's moods that gets really murky because we can figure out how it affects the body through something like dopamine release, mm-hmm. but there's no actual study of the consciousness. Like there's we we don't have any or consciousness. Oh, is like you're saying thing. if it, if you were looking at that work clothes thing, like why does it do that? Yeah. There's just no there's way no, there's so we can, I like, we can observe why it happens. I recently like read something and then it was like supposed to make people feel better. It's if you're angry at someone, just remember it's chemical signals within your brain. So do you think consciousness can be like boiled down to just chemical signals? Okay, we talked about this that, in a previous episode oh, as did. well, but all all I mean the modern science approach is that there's chemicals in your brain and your body that generate consciousness but i think it's the other way around i think that what your consciousness or your mood feels that's what dictates how your body reacts okay but if we go back to the clothing example when you're dressed in professional clothes and you're in the mood to work what chemical is that Hmm? what chemical is that well i it's something that it's like like dopamine release that's just what makes you feel good i don't think it's frequency i think it's more like placebo and this is like yeah but what is placebo yeah that's what i'm it's when you believe an effect is real yeah but that is a conscious thing right what do you mean when you believe what What determines that okay so there's this actual study this is completely real people under coma and then they like receive ivs and then they put a placebo so this iv the fluids that they're getting should not do anything to the body Mm -hmm. but then there were the placebo was like the same as like a morphine or something like a depressant it was supposed to make the body like go slower, heartbeat slower, everything. And then the placebo works. So the person person is unconscious, but their body is still reacting to the placebo as if it was a real medicine. Yeah, but so but you're saying they gave them a depressant, but it worked the opposite. No, like, so they're supposed, the patient under recovery is supposed to be receiving this depressant. And then instead of the depressant, they substitute it with a, nothing nothing and then the body still yeah reacting. i think that even further adds to the thing where i was saying that consciousness dictates a lot of like what it is but the person's a lot of how your body reacts the person's unconscious he's saying yeah but you can i mean there are a lot of people in con- our unconsciousness remember stuff from what from like, it's just perception like the body's still working so like, they're part of parts of the body aren't working. unconscious people can remember things yeah so i'm pretty let me let me like look you think things we've experience unconsciously have an effect on like it's just, our actions it's just subconscious i'd say like your your working Whoa. consciousness is shut off but your subconscious is still active what even is subconscious i have no idea we don't know what it is actually yeah but we know it exists yeah we have a term for it what do you dreaming is your subconscious yeah. we talked about this as well dreaming there's definitely a chemical explanation I mean, there could be, but there is. It's like rapid eye movement during your sleep. Yeah, but rapid eye movement. How can you project some images in your brain? I think there's like actual studies. I don't think there is. You you don't. Like dreaming, I think can be hundred percent explained through chemical. That's what I thought as well. And I think I also believe in the fact that yeah, consciousness is dictated by chemical. This this thing says that. 
25% of all unconscious patients can hear, understand, and emotionally respond to what's happening in their external environment. Mm. I feel like that could generally explain it. If they do a conducted study across multiple people, that eliminates the chance of randomness. Mm-hmm. So some of those people could be the people that can understand. They know that they're going to take some, or they can, they're subconsciously understanding that they can take a placebo. What does unconscious mean? Scientifically, I mean. Okay, because my thinking is, you're saying 25, they can hear 25% of whatever, or they're, but what does that even mean if they're not conscious? It's just saying, okay, it has nothing to do with consciousness at all. It's just saying unconsciousness is when a person is unable to respond to people and activities. But they can oh, still okay. perceive people and activities. They just can't respond to it. So it, under that definition, like a paraplegic would be unconscious because he can't respond. Right. All right, a paralyzed person. Mm, maybe. I, I don't think so. The definitions are just so bad. <laughs> That's a bad definition. Yeah. Someone who can't move or speak would be unconscious by that. Or yeah. I guess he could blink or something to get yeah, a response. Yeah. So. Here, okay, let me, let me go in order. I just don't even get is. what conscious means. It's just like a concept that we're not even... Okay, subconscious is concerning it's so it's a part of the mind of which one is not fully aware but it influences one's actions and feelings okay so like habits for example get ingrained into your subconscious the more you do them yeah but there's like, an okay there's an me, area in your brain that's associated with that though right a specific area in your brain like we can pinpoint that to a specific area in your brain Okay, so con- yeah, yeah, so then what? So consciousness is or just it's it's just saying it may. There's it there's research that suggests that this may. There's no concrete evidence of anything. Okay, so consciousness is just the brain activity you're aware of. No, it's consciousness is the brain activity you're aware of, like what you're thinking about. Yeah, like you're you're alive right now. That's consciousness. Okay, so if you're not conscious, what does that? What's what's the definition of unconscious? I mean, the definition is what I read to you. Okay, but that doesn't but make what sense. Is the definition. I think it's a good definition. Unconscious. Because like. Even if you're paralyzed, we, you we can have still such a, respond in some aspects. I, it's true, yeah. Like, you can move your fingers. Only people who can't, are like asleep can't respond. Yeah. Or it's, so it's, it's saying that definition. there's a... So if you're unconscious, you're not aware of any brain activity? That's what it means? Can we say that? You can, you're not aware? <laughs> you're not aware of it. Because we said if you're conscious, you're aware of the brain activity that's going well, on. Well, it's saying temper. All these things are saying temporarily devoid of consciousness. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. It's just a terrible definition. <laughs> yeah. Cambridge Eng- English Dictionary, bro. What are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. In the state of not being awake and not aware of things around you. But, the, I mean, how do we know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. All right. Yeah. Okay, but you were saying that you believe that consciousness is generated by... Yeah, I... By chemicals? Yeah. Okay. But I feel like there's no evidence that proves that. I feel like everything we're going towards as, like, researching science, like, with your brain... Yeah, but I think that's a wrong approach. We haven't discovered anything. And, you know, the quantum physics thing is saying the otherwise. What do you mean? The particle study. What particle study? Okay. I don't know how I can... I'll try to connect this back, but... (laughs) They conducted the study a while ago. But they reconducted it recently, where, I, I don't know if I'm getting the specifics right, so bear with me. Okay. But the thing is, they put light through, like, two slits, 
and oh, when yeah. they observed the photons of a light, it the pattern that it created was on. So <clears throat> they put it through this thing. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So there so. there was like a wall or some some surface, and they put it through the slit. There's two yeah, slits. Two slits. And they and in the first slit they they measured the photons and it made a different pattern on the wall, but when they measured they measured light as waves in the second slit and that also made a different pattern. Okay, so no, the double slit experiment is that like typically if we thought light as photons, what mm -hmm. would happen is if we shine light through that, we would see two slits on the wall, yeah, and that would be if it, light was a particle, but. What we actually observe is that there are mo like there's a single bright area and then there are multiple bright areas going out. Yeah. And that's uh, evidence of light acting as a wave because the diffusion or the two slits make the light diffuse and then they each act like wave fronts. That's yeah. That's the science behind that. But oh, okay, yeah. This is not relevant, but when was this? It was like okay, they, they did this. They did it once in eighteen fourteen or something, and then they just kept doing it. And then the most recent one was done in like twenty twelve with the most advanced technology. Okay, I, so what does a double split, double slit experiment tell us about consciousness? It can exist separately from matter because consciousness shown to have a physical effect in the collapse of the De Broglie wave function. Okay, De Broglie. No, De Broglie. No, it is it's like De Broglie wave yeah, function of a traveling particle. Yeah. Was it De Bruyne? Yeah. yeah. I was like saying De Bruyne like a soccer player. Um, <laughs> no, De Bruyne proved that everything has a wavelength. So like, it's, yeah. So that's what we were saying. We say we were saying clothing has a wavelength and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, but okay, it's saying that consciousness is otherwise physically imperceptible. This is best shown in Young's double slit experiment. Why? What does that have to do with consciousness? Let's read the whole thing. But I don't know. Talk about something meanwhile. Um, maybe, okay, so double slit experiment also, like, describes uncertainty principle. Like, as you narrow the, or, like, make the slits, like, smaller, I think, you get a more diffuse pattern. So yeah, you yeah. get less certainty of the location. And, like, the more you know about the location of the left or the light, you know less about its, like, movement. So it becomes more diffuse. Okay. So I guess like maybe if you connect that back to consciousness is that you can't exactly measure each particle in your brain because there's uncertainty involved with that. So, oh, maybe. So you can't okay. understand everything at the particulate level. Is that what the article is saying? The article, it's locked. You have to it <laughs> Come on. But okay. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Okay, that, that, that's exactly what it's saying because it's saying consciousness is physically imperceptible. Meaning that we can't perceive all the particles. But because I think like we can research it still. Like, I don't think we should go with the approach of consciousness is feeding into all these chemical reactions. But I think we can look at the brain and describe certain parts of consciousness, even if it's not every single part, because there is uncertainty. Yeah, like we yeah. can try to understand more and more. Yeah, sure. But I feel like it's it's a reactive thing. Like your brain functions off of consciousness. Like if I don't know, you feel sad for whatever reason. Like, mm -hmm. you got a hate comment or something, and you feel sad. And then I feel like your body's, the chemical reactions in your body are as a result of that. Okay. Not the other way around. Because okay. what perceives it? Or what perceives how you feel about a certain Yourself. Comment? Right? Yeah, but what about yourself? Like, you can measure specific heart rate 
You can yeah, but I'm saying that all comes as a result of you perceiving that. Or like you, you, your consciousness feels sad about something mm. and your body reacts. I mean, there's like different, there are different theories on how emotions work. It's like the three main ones is Ken and Bard, James Lange and Two Factor. And then I think you're talking about uh, Ken and Bard where consciousness is what's directing our bodily response. What are the other two? Uh, one is that you have to consciously appraise like your situation. So for example, if you're nervous, like you get high heart rate, your skin starts to perspire, your eyes dilate. Mm -hmm. So for example, in two instances, one is you're on a roller coaster, that's why you're nervous. So you're consciously appraising that you're nervous and that you're not scared because it's a roller coaster and you're excited. You're perceiving your uh, your heart rate going up as excitement. But if it's like the middle of the night in like a lonely road, then you might perceive that as fear. And oh, that's true as well because I was, or I didn't connect it directly to this, but I heard about how the body responses for nervousness and excitement are the same. Or they're really similar. So like the body response happens first. That's like, uh, there's it happens like like you hear a loud noise yeah and then you start like your heart rate goes up and then you consciously appraise it as whatever the situation entails that's like the most popular okay theory but then but there could be a theory other way it's not nothing is directly proven we don't yeah know. i know but when you when you are consciously appraising that feeling what is that what is like you know he thinks that or what he's saying is that it's just something in the brain based off past experiences or something yeah like that. yeah yeah, well, what I'm saying is even in that, even if you're taking that theory, there's still a part that involves your conscious, right? Like, it's not, that's not a chemical explanation for why emotions yeah, but he's saying, happen. He's saying that consciousness can be trapped in specific parts of the brain. Or you can explain yeah, your I mean, consciousness through You can. <laughs> I, oh. I believe I, you can. Oh, like, we, I mean, we haven't discovered it yet. But I don't think because I bro, this okay. is like what I wrote in my essay. No, like, what? Aristotle. He said he, <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. he said humans think beyond percent. He said animals can't think beyond what they perceive, but humans can. How can we prove that animals can't though? Like I just don't understand our entire metric when we our entire approach when we deal with animals and establishing our superiority over them yeah we talked about this yeah thing. we, okay, talked, we about talked about this too wait yeah, that's also a whale thing yeah we're saying what if whales are actually like way smarter than humans or <laughs> no, no, no. Something. but me and yunji also talked about okay. this one time and then we were just saying like how do we know there's not an animal no because we've always def like i'm pretty sure we defined humans to be the smartest beings because we had the biggest brains and then it was proven that elephants have like a lot bigger brains than us then we said oh we have the highest brain ratio like by mass mm -hmm. to our body and then ants have a way higher ratio and then now we do it like we say certain things to always put ourselves above animals but yeah like, do you remember what we like what we ended up concluding after talking about <laughs> that i feel like we just talked about it for yeah. a while what if animals communicate on a different wavelength <laughs> 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 no, and we can't it. hear it because it's uh... yeah okay but then why, why where are their empires bro where are their cities yeah, i don't know what if they just realize where are their it was cars all, what if they just realized it was all it was all pointless <laughs> bro dogs, no what if dogs the biggest like, what if ever no but i mean what if no dogs that's like one common like view that like why there aren't civilizations in the sky or like other aliens uh -huh. is because 
the best way to like survive is being docile because that's true yeah yeah that's what i was just gonna say like what if dogs just, cockroaches just like, bro they've been they've lived forever yeah that's cockroaches. true but I was saying, what if dogs are just like, oh, these these people are just, or these dumb people are just feeding us? <laughs> yeah, no, because they just bark whenever no, they no. want to, like, <laughs> shake no, their hands. It's like, like those diary of a wimpy kid. How evolution works is that the longer a species survives for is how successful you are as a species. And we define ourselves to be successful because we have cool buildings, we can make like electronics and stuff and that makes our life better or yeah but we as a species have only existed for like i I don't know like 200k years 250 yeah that that many years while there are fish who have existed while dinosaurs were living yeah so evolutionary perspective they're more More successful successful than we are yeah but we define ourselves to be better because we have this cool microphone we can build Yeah. yeah or they're like uh, you know, how did, and Ant never went to the moon. Yeah. You know, I feel like we came up with a reason, though. I think we did. Yeah. It was something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Yeah. That is an interesting discussion, though, because just how would we know? Oh, hang on. I'm so quiet. That is an interesting discussion, because how would we know? Yeah. Well, I feel like goes... we can't. Oh, like, what if every species thinks it's the most intelligent? Or what if, or what about dolphins, bro? Like, what if they're just like, we shouldn't mess with any of this? Or they, they just already know. Or what's up with dolphins again? Why, why are they smart, supposedly? They just have huge brains. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the biggest brains, I'm pretty sure, is dolphins. No, it's elephants. Or yeah. blue no, whales. No, no, no. Yeah, it's probably whales. Oh, whales and dolphins. Because they're just the two so big, yeah. 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 I don't know. How did we, why did, why did no, you say? No, we were talking about how... Rishi, like you believe that specific parts of the brain cannot be linked back to consciousness, uh-huh. and I was arguing it can. Yeah, well, why I was it... arguing that the brain is a reaction of consciousness. The consciousness, yeah, because yeah. we in all our in all our science years have never, we've never debunked consciousness. We don't know where it comes from, or we don't know the source. Well, or anything. we know that if, for example, like a patient has had this part of his brain removed, he can't speak or he can't like give coherent thoughts so that's a part of consciousness that's removed and if it's linked back to his brain being damaged then we can say that that part of the brain is linked to this all right this is a wild theory right here me out right. or not 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 it's not really that wild but what if his perception that parts of his brain is removed what if number two of the day <laughs> yeah, <but> still, <laughs> so you're the, saying the reasoning isn't explained i'm saying what if the 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 actual cause is that he can he perceived by his consciousness that parts of his brain are removed so that's why he yeah so his consciousness like it doesn't matter like that specific brain part is dictating his consciousness it's rather that it's his perception his perception of it but then why would it be the same among like multiple patients like because they all knew that they're getting part of their brain no but it's a if we had attack this specific part that affects the same patients or different patients the same way. So if your like explanation was right, it would be whatever perception this guy has of that part of his brain and whatever this guy, different guy has of that specific part of the brain. Yeah, but they would know, no? Because they would know that this part of the brain affects speech or this part of the brain affects sight or whatever. Then you're legit proving your argument that... How so? Like you're saying that brain yeah, regions go into consciousness 
rather no, but sight, sight and brain, or sight and speech and stuff. Oh, like the functions. like the brain serves the conscious. Yeah. Okay. Sight and speech. I'm not saying sight and speech are dictated, or they are bodily functions. Okay. I'm saying consciousness is like, I don't like your physical self. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You're saying basically that like not your physical self. That like beyond your physical self. You're basically saying they're aware that their brain exists, but it exists to serve their conscious. Yeah. Basically. So this is kind of branching off, but it's kind of related. Okay. So like I think it's twenty years or something that we'll be able to connect or create all the neural connections in our brain and upload it to a computer. So do you think if we do that I guess by your logic is that that brain is does not have a conscious. We talked about this too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, on the AI episode. Yeah. We, we're saying, can an AI ever gain consciousness? Because, no, what we were talking about was exactly what I said to you. We are talking about the singularity, the point where the... Machine does everything. Or... Yeah, the machine does everything because it starts to, I guess, think beyond what... It can think, it can perceive more than what we can perceive mm-hmm. on as humans. Yeah. So at that point, is that consciousness or not? It's just... Or is it just thinking? I don't know. I feel like emotions also have a have a big way of how we understand consciousness. Like I feel like n- n- there's never going to be a time where I tell a robot, "Oh, you suck," and it's going to respond. Its body's going to respond differently, unless it's programmed to do so. Uh huh. So, like, what's your connection to like humans in that case? Like, how would if humans... I tell a human you suck, they'll okay. feel some side of, some sort of way. But if a that, robot's programmed to like understand that, wouldn't it feel the same way? Yeah, but there's there's just, just a lot of ways you could do it. I think there's this just thing, infinite ways. This is also you can go- affect someone's emotions. I think this goes back to our like, hubris of like people being people saying that, oh, our consciousness is special. It's not. That's what Sam Altman said. He said it takes a special kind of human arrogance to think that artificial intelligence will never become smarter than us. Smarter than us and having consciousness is a different thing. No, but I think us labeling that consciousness cannot be studied, cannot be like understood, is our arrogance. It's like it's our cope. Yeah, it's our <laughs> I don't know if it's a cope. I just think it's the wrong approach. Or there's just no way for us to say this is this and this is that because we haven't done it. Okay, but here's the question. This is what I was thinking. If so, let's say the robot begins to perceive more than what we can perceive like it starts How so because here's what we said right so we, we define two points in artificial intelligence one is the super intelligence in which it has the knowledge of every single human so if we told that super intelligence create a trillion dollar company it could because it has the knowledge of every single human mm-hmm. right it could it could it could do everything it could do the marketing the business whatever mm-hmm. right but then the difference between that and the singularity is that that singularity is it starts to it goes beyond human intelligence meaning like it could if it let's say it could come up with a new theory like it could come up with a theory that we haven't come up with yet yeah so like what you're saying is someone can create a trillion dollar company but at the point of the singularity humans can't even do what the robots yeah yeah like it could come up with a new like it could come up with the next i don't know like law of relativity or theory okay, of relativity. This also has this also has to do with that. But thing is of, that? But then, okay. But then let's say it comes up with that uh, the same way it's coming up with that. It's not programmed, right? Or is it programmed? Because what if it just starts? What if it starts building things? Then what is that? Like it's is it? It's still it starts building. Things, is it conscious? Like and yeah, it's a con- yeah. Like what if it just starts building? I don't know. What? Because I'm saying it can think beyond 
what we want. Like it, it, it almost thinks beyond our needs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not there to serve us. Like it starts doing things on its own. Or I don't know if you can even control it at that point. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if the singularity is something that can be controlled or not. Because even the idea that it can think beyond us, like let's say it invents its new, uh, the next, like it invents a new theory. Okay. V didn't, like did V tell it to do that? Like does it do that because V tell it to? Or, but V can't tell it to because V don't know what it is. We can't tell it what to do. You know what? Do you get like what I'm trying to get at? Kind of, but I don't know how you'd explain that because it's, it's all, it's all how the neural networks connect. That's that's all the programming behind. But like AI that, is. you can argue that for us. It's how all the we have infinite connect. neural networks. Do we? Yeah. No, we have a finite. Amount. Do we? Yeah. I feel like we can just create. Well, we more have and more. a like propensity for infinite, but so do AI. Do they though? Because we don't. We have to program them. Isn't that what artificial intelligence is? It learns on its own, right? Yeah. It can create new neural networks. Yeah. Can it create new neural networks, or does it use its existing neural networks to it implement uses new like, things? I'm not sure about this, so, okay. but I'm pretty sure like, the entirety of machine learning is in, in the fact that you are not coding every single thing that the machine is doing. Yeah. Rather, you're giving it data so it can learn, so it can do something that a human never could. Yeah, because I remember when, before their, the approach to artificial intelligence was they were trying to create physical neural networks, right? Yeah. And then they stopped because they realized... All right, I think they were trying to, like, program each every scenario but it's better to let the robot learn for itself then. yeah is that the difference between machine learning and deep learning i think deep learning is just like what's deep learning uh like level deeper than i think machine. that's the difference between a computer and artificial intelligence a computer just does what you program it to like it executes it to or it executes whatever you program it to but artificial intelligence yeah, but neural networks, I think we're misunderstanding. Neural networks is not like you, it, it, it's programmed in a specific way. It's just like a concept. Like if you feed it something, it associates it with something else. That's what a neural network is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, if you say like shoe, mm-hmm. it would associate shoe with Nike and Adidas or whatever, wherever the data is sourced from. I know if that's correct or not. Yeah, what you said before that made sense, though. Like it's... It's you associating it, or what did you say? But right what? before that, what? Right before this Nike thing, you gave up. You gave a definition for neural network. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You said a neural network. You said we're thinking. It's when they connect to each other, right? Something like connect. that. It's when concepts connect to each other. Well, I don't know about well, the example. inside the brain, I'm pretty sure neural network is defined as like neurons connecting to each other, and then like they can send electrical signals through their axons. Mm-hmm. So that's a neural network. Yeah, but but art but AIs don't have neurons, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they're but, connecting information yeah, to other information. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. whenever you typed in shoe, they'd associate it with Nike. They uh, is, that, is that not a neural network? I don't yeah, think that's how it exactly works. But yeah, I mean, I'm try. I'm trying like. Well, I would, like, major in it, probably. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hold this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, all right, so then let's, like, let's go back to our question. Like, is an AI, we're, we're thinking about conscious, but then we're talking about, does an AI, can an AI have conscious, ever? He was saying if you program your brain, like, your your brain into a computer or something, like, d- does that computer become conscious? Or can you even do that? 
I think it's possible because the way we like I don't know unless you're religious or you don't believe in evolution but like we all started as a single cell mm -hmm. so and we built from evolution natural selection all the way here so it's like in part something created our brain and our consciousness so why can't like if we create AI then that's like similar to how evolution created us. Oh, that's so, true. I don't know. I think it's you I, know, I had I had a I had a theory about this as well back in the day. Okay. Actually this Oh yeah, but let me before you say let yeah, me ask sure. one question. So consciousness is a product of evolution? Yeah. Like whenever we went from <laughs> single cell bacteria. No, no, no. Right, I'm saying let's even take a more recent evolution like sure. what like what Well, I don't know. Like I think again it's a lot to do with our arrogance defining that we have consciousness and that's unattainable by anything else. Okay, okay. Then even not, let's not say that. Let's just take our definition of what consciousness is. Okay. So that, like, when does that become a thing? <laughs> like, well, when, when we're monkeys? <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, okay. okay. No, but I feel like, I we feel are, like it is a product of evolution, though. Okay. I feel like animals also have consciousness. Yeah. Okay. But bacteria doesn't. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just saying there has to be a point, you know? Like, like when maybe an organism develops a brain? Yeah, I, I don't like know. That. Something like that. Yeah, maybe. Okay, what were you going to say? Crazy theory of yours? Oh, that's just dumb. It's fine. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever we talk about consciousness, it kind of reminds me of the discussion we had about uh, religion. You know, because we keep asking... So, like, if we're talking about his our emotion theory we hear something and it gets our heart pumping and then our consciousness perceives that different. But like every time we ask why, like we have an explanation, but we never get to like the explanation. Yeah, that's what you you're know saying what as well. Do you believe in universal truth? Is there a law that dictates the All universe? right, basically in other, in other words, is there a okay. point where we understand everything? Like there's no more to be discovered. I think by definition, no, because... Like, how is there infinite? Like, we will never get to that. But state. that truth exists, obviously, because the world is working. I don't know. I, like, read this somewhere. It's like, as our area of knowledge is expanded, our surface area of what we don't know is also, like, so the more we know, the more we realize we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but that that just means there's an infinite thing to discover. Or I was yeah. the the comparison that I drew it as is there it's something like, it's like an asymptote kind of like we get closer and closer, but it just there but there is a thing, like it so exists. like at one point if we know this then like but I no, like, I don't think that we can ever get there. I don't think humans can ever get to okay. that point. But I think it exists. I also I think universal law is just that's what it is. Okay. There. Okay. So because okay, that? the example that I cited was Interstellar. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. You remember at the end, he's in this he's in this prison that's constructed by future humans, and it's a five D world. Like he can walk forward, and it, it represents different points in time. Yeah, that's super technologically advanced. And mm -hmm. once those humans get there, they obviously still have more to discover. Yeah, and also if we're looking at the history of how gravity was, you know, how they came up with it, first how they came up or whatever. First Newton said. He said that the object, the I'm pretty sure he said the mass of larger objects attracts the mass of smaller objects. Okay. It's a pull force. Sure. And Einstein, on the other hand, said inertia. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Einstein, on the other hand, said that it's an object with a large mass creates a push force in space time. So space time directly bends, and it's like a bowl kind of that draws in okay. things. 
and he used the example of light bending in space. Okay. And he and he said that's what you know creates that. And the light bending in space is more evidence in Newton's theory. Newton's theory is based off pretty much nothing at all. Well, Newton, like, he, he, it's not really a theory. It's just what he observed. And right. The, yeah. But we observe something different in the future. And obviously, gravity is not completely solved yet. I don't yeah, because so. we observed light bending in the we future. We observed light bending. Did, and then, opposed to the, like, whatever. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Apple falling. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, and then in that case... In 500 years, there's going to be another guy that discovers something about gravity that we didn't know before, mm-hmm. and that thing is going to change, and it's yeah. just going to keep on going. But, but gravity definitely exists, and there's definitely a reason. Mm-hmm. But will we ever get to that reason? That's what we were talking about on the last episode. Okay, what you asked me, what do I believe? What I was going to say is, what you said was interesting about when we discover more, like more, the amount of uncertainty also increases. But then, like... I. Is there something behind that uncertainty or does it just happen? So that's kind of like the two viewpoints that are, I guess, the two possible viewpoints. Either there's something behind that or there's nothing behind that. But if there's nothing behind that, like, what does that even mean? Like, it just exists? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really understand what you're... Okay, okay, okay. So So you're saying when we understand more... More things also become uncertain. Or the more we realize we have to learn. Because, like, okay, once Einstein, whatever, his special theory of relativity, yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's that's not the end goal. That un- that discovers a whole new branch of research. Yeah. And, yeah. So, but then those things also come from something, right? You know what I'm saying? The yeah. things we don't know about. But then when does it end? Like, does it, or... Do, I don't think it ends, like... But does it, wouldn't it have to end like doesn't everything have to come from something you know or does it does it just exist i don't know oh what i called it on the last episode i said is the end of infinity yeah what or what's beyond infinity that's what it is that's just the end the end of infinity infinity is an infinite thing it just keeps on going so when it ends that's that's what truth that's truth so (laughs) by definition you can't get there then yeah, that's what I think. I don't yeah. think humans could ever get there. It's like just, what? Like what created the universe? We, it's unexplainable. Yeah. All right. I thought it was a big bang. Okay, but then like you can just that's what I'm saying. I you can, like, what is the big the bang? Game. Where did the big bang come from? Yeah. I, it just there was nothing, and then how was there something? No, no. Like, I, there was nothing, and then there no, was there was there was quarks. The, no, the theory is that like I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. It was like the universe was just all energy, and yeah. then. There's like in Einstein's equations, there's like a point where energy can exhibit gravity as well. And then like, or it's called like, so energy, like mass attracts each other, energy repulses each other, like repels each other in a certain instance. And then there's a certain uh, like instance where it gathered up and then the big thing happened. That's the theory with the big thing. Yeah, so we can explain why those things got closer together. But then where did those things even come from? Oh, we where, can't like, where explain. Did, like, what? the entire theory behind that is it was always there, so infinite amount of time, and there was just this random moment where everything yeah, lined up. Yeah, that random moment yeah. is what I'm saying. It's, like, just, it's unexplainable. That's what, what I was saying. What, like, what no, caused... that's just by mathematical principles, I believe. Like, if you have 100 die and you roll them for an infinite amount of time, you will eventually get one instance where you get all sixes even though that's statistically improbable. 
Like, that's just what happened. Like, yeah, okay, okay. But there's still... Okay, wait, what are you trying to say? So, yeah, so it's just randomness. So it's just randomness that created the universe. That's yeah, but <laughs> ran- okay, my definition, I think that randomness is just things that humans can't perceive. For example, if you're flipping a coin, okay, you can't guess it right 100 out of 100 times. Mm-hmm. But if you had awareness on you know, how ex- the exact force that you're pushing yeah. and the, the, the pressure of the air on the coin, yeah. you could predict it 100, 100 out of 100 times. Yeah. There's no randomness to that. It's just things that we can't perceive. So maybe the Big Bang is the same way. Oh, like there's a reason it happened. Yeah, but we, we don't know. I don't know. That's why I was saying there's like that there's two opposing viewpoints that like this directly relates to the argument about religion, right? There's one side of people who argue that there's no meaning to anything. Like there's no they're they're on the you can correlate that with the randomness. Mm-hmm. They're saying like not it whatever happens doesn't mean anything. Like there's no meaning to anything. The other side are saying everything you do has meaning because it's for it's for God or truth or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I kind of want to go back to your point, like flipping a coin. So if you know the force on it, the wind pressure, everything, then you're saying we can predict it yeah. each time. Okay, so like, do you think if you go by that reasoning, then it's like you can predict everything happening, right? So like, if you know every single particle's location, every single particle's like speed, then you can predict everything. Yeah. So you're saying everything's predetermined if you're going by that logic. Because if you can predict everything, then like there's you can certain, predict everything. There's <laughs> a certain branch of Christians that believe that, that everything well, is predetermined. predetermined. It's like a Dutch branch. I forgot. What okay, it's for, I've heard of it. Yeah. For Hindus, it says that everything is predetermined, yet everything is free will at the same time. It's like two parallel trains that are going at each other. Yeah, or going, going directly, and they, they take the same curves and everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I believe by default. Okay. (laughs) I I, I know that too as well. That's what I believe too, but... I don't know. I don't think there's ever a point where that even becomes a question if we can do it as humans because we can't know every single particle. So, like, like, it's fun to think about. but But I'm saying that's what randomness is. It's just things that we don't know or things that we can't perceive. Okay. But it, it exists. So it's not random. So you're arguing, like, is it even productive to think about, I don't know, what's beyond everything? I guess. Kinda, I okay. guess. I mean, I guess not, but it's still... It's, what? It's... Uh, what? Like, I'm, it's not productive to think about it. Yeah. Like, it's that's probably... But then true. why do people believe in religion... Or why do people like religion so much? Or believe in religion so much? You know? I think we can, for the sake of, like, simplicity, we can define randomness. Because, like, what I was talking about earlier, we can't know every single particle and everything. So we can define that as randomness. Sure, but the fact that, you know, those particles existed, it's it's just a thing. It's for sure. It happened mm-hmm. that way. Okay, so the reason why, like, you're kind of going into entropy, and then entropy is, like, how many configurations there are. So... Like, for example, if you have 10 coins and they all land heads, there's only one configuration where they're all heads. But for five tails and five heads, there are so many configurations. Like, the first one could be a head, the second one head. So there are so many different instances where it could be five tails and five heads. But if we go into, like, even more 
like if we start looking even more particulate like there's no randomness at all then i think that's where our logic around that becomes like just not applicable like all everything like with pressure with gases how we deal with them we deal in averages and like randomness so we're not describing like to describe the area or to describe temperature in the air we're not describing each part particular uh air molecule yeah, yeah. speed we're giving the average speed not like we can't look at each specific particle or yeah. else like there's no room for doing all that yeah, or we, you're saying we account for randomness in all our calculations. Yeah, we're moving, like, the more s smaller we get, it's better to, like, look at things from an average. Like, okay. I think that's what, you don't know what who Boltzmann is, but that's, what, like, what he did. Okay. I don't know, I can't, can you explain that in a different way? I just, I don't know how to wrap my like, head around it. Because it's so, like, okay, so temperature is defined by the average kinetic energy of molecules. It's directly correlated with or proportional to that. So when, like, essentially calculating for temperature, like, before or with Newton's style of physics, what they did is, like, look at each individual particle and then see how fast it's moving and then whatever. But mm -hmm. now we're going towards more just averages because we can't look at it from each particulate average how like the yeah. average like kinetic particle energy movement? yeah oh, kinetic energy and then we just draw a distribution curve of the probabilities of a single object being or a single molecule being a specific speed so average how they just measure like a hundred different things and they just say this is or if it if it lands in this range and this is what it's going to be well like they I think they work backwards. It's like, oh, they know the temperature of the air, and then they can work backwards to like specific like constants. And but stuff. he's saying it's more useful for us to get that general picture rather than you know each particle, right? Yeah, it's like absolutely useful because in this room there are so many particles. We can't look at each one of them. We have to look at the bigger picture. And if we look at the bigger picture, we have to talk about randomness. So you're saying that's more useful on the basis of scientific discovery? Sure. Or just any advancement in general? Because it's useless to consider the possibility of everything. Yeah, I agree. I, I also agree with that as well. I'm just saying that everything does exist, though. For like, there a is There is a constant. Okay, so th that's the question I asked. Like, why, why do we want to think about that even in the first place? Because if you're looking at religion, there, th the whole they want people do want to understand that like people do want to think that there is a reason behind everything you know what i'm saying like there's he's saying it's not productive to think about yeah no thinking. and you're saying you're saying religion exists precisely because we think we thought about those things yeah yeah i think religion is a way to like comfort that not looking at everything but entrusting that everything in something else yeah 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 i'd agree with that you're you're entrusting everything in something else yeah. Or you're existing that universal constant or that truth or whatever you you're like pardoning that not as your responsibility but someone else or yeah. something else. But then it does exist. Like by that argument it does exist. Like okay, I don't I don't know why we're still on this topic cuz like okay, yeah, I agree and I think everyone would agree that there's a certain point that everything is known. But there's no point of worrying about that 
because like we're never getting there okay but yeah but here's the argument like the whole argument in religion is we're part of that like we're directly connected to that god like created each one of us okay so then the argument is we should understand that connection because i think okay in our religion the and like buddhism and a lot of like eastern religions the idea behind that is the state of enlightenment or nirvana or moksha or whatever you want to call it that's the stage where we just understand everything i think it's 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 where you're reunited with god right i thought it was like where you give up all your control so that's why right i think that's the buddhist like where you give up all your control over life and you reconnect with something greater yeah, yeah but, but that's something greater. It's, it's just, not that it's, you it's know It's the end of everything. infinity. That, that, it's not that you know everything, but it's you understand universal truth. I thought it was that you understand that of its existence, but your place in that you will never understand. That's it's it. not like you have to understand everything to get there. It's like once you get there, you become with him. So then oh, you understand okay. everything. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that makes, that's a better way than I put it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Because, yeah, on one hand, you could say it's unproductive to think about this imaginary boundary where everything is understood. Mm -hmm. But then the whole argument of religious people is that that boundary is, we have a direct connection with it. Like we're connected to that, whatever. Everything is connected to that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is all energy. Uh, uh, <laughs> everything, everything is energy. Everything well, is like energy. I think that's uh, like I don't know if this is actually true, but I think I read it somewhere that like the more particulate we get, like the smaller we get, it's just described by energy. So like we think proton has mass, but at its simplest core, mass is energy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's I what Einstein like, E equals it. mc squared. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I guess everything is. Energy. Everything is connected to that unknown boundary. See, why so. are you guys looking at me like I was just out, so saying something out of pocket? I don't know. It's just kind of random. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Well, what I'm saying is, so there's people who think, so you're, you're saying it's again. We, I I just said this. You're saying it's unproductive to understand anything. But then some people think that boundary is what made us. So we're directly connected to it, mm-hmm. and it is important to understand everything. So I guess at that point, you know where we can continue this conversation is we're both religious, right? Mm-hmm. So we would argue that it is important to understand that connection. But, like, where do you stand on that? Like, Well, like, okay. So I identify as Christian, uh-huh. and then, like, I pray. So I guess I am. <laughs> or I don't know. But, like, this is my viewpoint on whatever, like, everything. I think if there is someone or something out there that's a greater we would never be able to know of it okay but it created you or do you sure. dispute that fact sure okay it created you and like whether or not it's just randomness in the big bang all this energy lining up so that newton's equations makes it repel i'm or saying if it was someone driving that i'm saying that that is not possible to be known. Okay, okay. I'm saying, in your words, there's that boundary where we know everything, okay? Okay. Whatever that is, technically created you, correct? Yeah. Okay. 
so then I guess do you think you have a connection with that or it just created you and now you're your own thing because that's what that's what no, that's so that's what deists believe deism okay. thomas jefferson was actually a deist yeah, fun yeah fact. i read yeah actually so they believe right? that he be- they have no although they're they create they were something created, cre- something, yeah, something created, created had no purpose something created everything but then at that point there's no purpose it, do- it doesn't oversee it like something created everything oh, okay. but then you can just you just do what like you just do whatever you want, I guess. Yeah, I think maybe I am a deist. Does that make uh, sense to you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Thomas right. Jefferson was a great man. <laughs> I mean, in, ter- in terms of in terms, in terms of, of, of accomplishments, economic you know? output. <laughs> he he invented a lot. Did he? He actually invented the spinning chair, the wheelchair. That Jefferson, was. like the president of the United yep. States. He was. He did it while he was writing the Declaration of Independence. That's the founding spirit. That's the founding spirit. You know, the founding fathers. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe him writing the Constitution is better. (laughs) (laughs) Constitution or or spinning (laughs) chair. Yeah. Yeah, but the the, I mean the thing with energy, uh, or you're saying we're saying, so okay, this is what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, there is a sect of religious people. I can think of Hindus in particular, but there's a sect of just generally religious people across everything that they think that God is just the collective experience of everything living ever, and that's where subconscious comes from, because we're uncharacter or we're just characteristically like we're we're scared of dark, mm-hmm. the dark, or we're scared of heights or something like that. Sure, and they're saying that we're tapping into the subconscious because we don't know what the subconscious is in scientific terms. Or there's a definition assigned to it, but it's, it doesn't fully ex- explain everything. And the argument is that we can tap into the subconscious of or the collective experience of everything ever, but we have no, or I guess we can't actively do it, or we're just put in a state where we can't actively do it. And people, I mean, people often draw dreams as an example because there's just some things that happen there that you just can't, you have no idea. Okay, it but, it, no but like, okay, so dreams. Things that happen that make seemingly seemingly no sense, like that can probably be traced back to maybe a memory you had or me- experience you had. It's yeah, I feel like all my dreams. Like yeah, get, for me personally, it's like informed by like things I've had. Even if I don't understand it. Yeah, but okay. What if what if the top layer of the subconscious is your experience, the experience that you've had? Mm-hmm. Subconscious, like we can't. Okay. Access. Yeah, the top layer of the subconscious, it's its our experience. Mm-hmm. And then we draw from that subconscious, in just in general, in the way that we speak or the habits that we do. Okay. And then the deeper it goes, it's the deeper experiences you have, and then at a certain point, it just goes into somebody else's experiences. Is that what you believe, or is that... I think I believe that. Okay. Well, but I think collective unconscious is a thing. Oh, like all our consciousses are connected? Yeah, somehow. Like but we're energy, not connected to a Or dog. through frequencies or something. But we're not. I feel like that's like the deepest level. You're saying we're not connected to a dog. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, how do we know if a dog has thoughts or not? How do we not know? Like, but how do we need to have? We don't know. How do I know you have thoughts? (laughs) Yeah. What if you're all has thoughts and I'm the only one here? No, I am. (laughs) I think therefore I am. (laughs) Rene Descartes. That's, That's a thing as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw this too. I I don't know if this is gonna prop a longer discussion, but. What if someone? What if that thing that created everything 
It's just some alien that created us all, like okay. a simulation. This is dumb. What? A simulation? Yeah. That's a theory because, or the thing that he said about, I think, therefore I am. That's an actual, or that's a thing. That's a simulation thing. Well, it's like that's it's a, a test for you, and nobody else exists. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, what if some like some alien, bro, like just created this entire universe? Just, just have. How fun. can we prove? Like the thing is. I don't think okay maybe it's good for fun discussion. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, not yeah. meaningful to like whether or not that's true or not, or try to un, like undiscover or discover if it's true or not. Yeah, but that's the same argument with God. I'm saying in place of that God, or in place <laughs> of God, what if it's just an alien that created everything and not God? What, what if it was like a hu- human civilization more advanced than us? And, and they, like the they created world, everything. Like the world. Exactly. And they created everything. Yeah, but then who created them? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it true. All ha- that's it has true, to come true. to something. Yeah, that's know? true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All but, right. Okay. And so, but the thing that I was saying, <laughs> just cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in, bro. I'm going <laughs> Okay. You want to know what you know what the Vedas are? Did you explain? Yeah. It? Yeah. So you don't know what the Vedas say about reincarnation? No. <laughs> okay. What was that? Did you, just, what? did you say you don't know what they? I said you want to know. <laughs> oh, oh I, 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 I thought you said do you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I did. I, I okay, yeah, you, of course, you don't. Yeah, know. I'm not. Did I say right, you know? Yeah, right, yeah, okay, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Please do. But okay, so you know, you know how you're saying energy is like mass. When you break down mass, it becomes energy. The more particulate you, you break look down at mass, it, it becomes yeah, energy. Yeah, sure. So okay, if for example, me, you, and Sean were standing in an elevator. Okay. The mass of the elevator would. Would weigh the same, the elevator overall, but it's concentrated at different points. Like Sean weighs 130 pounds or whatever. I weigh 160. You probably weigh like 160, 50, whatever. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just generalizing. I'm okay. Just saying, yeah. But the mass is concentrated at different points. Similarly, if you freeze water, yeah. Or if you freeze a part, or if you take an ice drop and throw it into water. The entire thing weighs the same, but the mass is concentrated at the ice. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know what, what your point yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. What okay. you're saying, we're following. Yeah. So what it's... It's just two examples I gave to connect this. But it's saying that... Or the, the Vedas say that science is... Or science. Uh, energy is like that. And when it concentrates into a specific point, mm-hmm. it makes life. But then that energy dissipates and then it goes and it it concentrates again at a different point and that's reincarnation oh. and the entire universe is like that it's just made of energy and that energy it's all there it all exists yeah. but it concentrates at different points as time passes by and then that's what reincarnation yeah is. oh that's that kind of that's like conservation of energy yeah yeah because all the energy is already there it's yeah. just it's getting in different forms so I don't know. I guess what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not Hindu, so I, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely something interesting to think about. And we're talking about how the universe is just energy. You told me this before, honestly, but I I never heard the story before you said, or not story, but I never heard the that. way that I said it. Yeah, I never. Not even that. I I never heard about this until you said it. I He's a really better Hindu than you are. <laughs> yeah. no, it's it's a lot of core forms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I just believed in reincarnation. I didn't really look into the science and the Vedas. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I mean, again, it is interesting to think about. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. But then, at at one point, I guess does does that mean that you just experience everything? 
<laughs> is, is that experience is that is that god or like all the energy all the like how we're all connected I, oh. I don't know like there's like two different ways that like people will view this it's like one the people are religious and the answer will be a resounding yes and then the other one's like i don't know i don't think yeah and there's also people who say i don't know like if you don't know and we shouldn't try to answer the question with a yes or a no I'm oh, I, like, I do think, like, if you go in that term of, like, in that those terms of thinking, and then you keep going to the Vedas and then, like, deriving scientific truth out of that, then, like, it's, like, somewhat ironic that you're using a computer that is founded on principles of, like, Einstein's theories that directly contradict those Vedas' scientific principles. Do they? They probably do. Like how so? I feel like a lot of the stuff doesn't. I feel like, I like if, if only it helps or it like, just. I don't aids. know. Like there are like, people who like speak out about science and all that, and then they're doing it through their phones, that have been gifted to them by science. So okay. Like, yeah, but I, like that's the like science is I do with it. For example, the speed of light thing. You. Okay, not that. Okay, that's uh, that's unrelated. I think the better point is just that, uh, there's people who are directly. I wouldn't, as far as I know, there's people who contradict science, but I would say they don't really, they're not, it's not based on their knowledge of any religious text. They're just contradicting science because (laughs) that's who they are. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And then maybe they're using that to back it up. But I don't, I, like, I don't see, I don't know of any religious text that contradicts science. You know what you I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so. a lot of people say that evolution like, okay, so science, but I don't the Bible, think so either. Uh-huh. In the Bible, there like, Earth seven days. Like, oh, they said Earth was created in seven days. Earth yeah. was created in seven days, but also how? I mean, how does how do we determine what seven days is? And no, yeah, that's what like a lot of Christians say, and what I believe is that the seven days are ambiguous and like okay, one day yeah, was defined as like billions of years or whatever yeah, yeah sure perhaps. because we have the thing with one day in god's life is like but then it's, like it's there so are other stories of like bringing or people being brought back to life which like does contradict science mm-hmm. or contradict science as we know it now this this goes back to that thing of like people will say what we can't understand is science but that's the same thing as saying an AI singularity could exist. We don't have it yet. Mm-hmm. The same way, maybe in the future, we invent something that can bring people back to life. So, like, it's possible. It's just... Oh, yeah. We just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And we're discussing, as well, if there is an advanced ancient civilization. Do you remember that? Okay, I think we should end it here. Right. <laughs> right, no, but it's, it's also... Okay, I guess... Yeah, we should end it here. But, yeah, I guess my yeah, that's just my point in general. We were, or not in general, but my point pertaining to that is that like what do you define as unscientific like what we think of as unscientific could in the future very but, well okay, be created like by science. moses parting the red sea like maybe <laughs> yeah, in the know, future i don't know if, if we're considering maybe if we're considering the true extent of infinity uh, infinite innovation okay then where where does that end i i would say then parting a sea could very well be in the infinite range of innovation Maybe, but like, we have to consider the time period as well. Okay, that's why I brought up the advanced civilization thing. The thing that I was going to say about that, or I only know this from the Indian's perspective, because that's what I've looked into the most. But in the Vedas, obviously, the speed of light is there. And the Vedas were... But it's like 12% inaccurate. No, it's down to a unit's digit. 
Huh? It's down to a unit digit. What, what do you mean units digit? In mi- in miles per hour or meters per second? Meters per Something second. Something like that. It's down. It's accurate to that. Point. I I just think like for that like coincidences will always arise. Like okay, for example, if you have the pyramids. And I think there's like oh, something you about the speed of light thing. No, but I think it's like the coordinates of the pyramids have yeah, some mathematical whatever. It's not. It's the coordinates of the, the pyramids are the exact same as the speed of light. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Like if you will always find coincidences if you're looking for them. It's like hindsight like is 2020. Like if you do something and then you're like, oh, you can easily say that, oh, I did this for this and that. Yeah, but it's though. not just that. There's a lot of other stuff as well. Like, for example... Oh, it talks about uh, light passing through a prism. Does it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know about that yeah. one. But there's also, in in one of the stories, mm-hmm. one guy describes to another guy, he, he gets divine vision to observe this battlefield or this war that's going on. And he describes things that he sees. And he described, like, the Milky Way. And he's saying that there's a center... And he was saying, and all that stuff. They, they, he's saying there was a mountain in the center where God was, and when they did the calculation in modern time, that it's the exact center of the Milky Way, and then also in that same that same thing, he says, "What does the world look like?" And you draw a map of the world, and he said something. It's like, it's the exact description. Some guy wrote drew it in like, in like fourteen hundred A.D. Okay. And before, you know, we mapped out everything, mm. and it's he said something about a rabbit eat or chasing after something. And if you, I can't, I can try to find the drawing, but if you looked at the drawing, it looks exactly like our world map today. Mm-hmm. Like identical. Yeah. And then the point is that during that time, There's we had no, we had no technology to create. Or you're saying, consider the time period of that. Okay. Because Moses parting the Red Sea is something beyond our perception. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how do we know? That they didn't have, or they they weren't doing yeah. better. How do you know right that's like not a coincidence? Because like, because there's too many of them. But a if lot, you're looking a lot at of religious sects, such not a, just the Hindu, if you're Hindu looking at such a large period of time, and like if you consider how much events happen that we don't consider at all as like abnormal, then obviously there are some instances that there would be. Mm-hmm. Okay, here this is the thing. Look at this. He said it's it's a rabbit chasing a leaf. And if you flip that around. <laughs> okay. That's that's literally our like I don't know, I don't know what else to say. That's literally the thing. The Milky Way thing is also interesting. Okay, so but the thing is I showed that map of the world and I, I was just saying that there's a lot of cool. Oh wait, wait, I was going on to my point. So there's this website, it's generated like every combination of a thousand like of the alphabet for a thousand words or something. So if you search up, it's kind of creepy. You could say, Yoon Jae Chang was born in whatever date, and then like he moved to St. Louis when he was 12 years old. You'll find a text that's already been generated of that. What do you mean a text that's already, like, like a they've, text that exists? They've generated every single combination. So the universal truth could exist or does exist on that website. We just don't know it. So are we attributing that coincidence of the website having all the combinations of the words correct what do you mean combinations of the words like they just have every single combination of a thousand words known to man so like if you search of like a b a b a b repeating to a thousand whatever then that already exists and then if you search up sham mary appen goes to mics that already exists that website yeah because oh. they just oh, made oh. every so he's saying all, possible so he's just saying there's all like there's just 
all these co- all these things are just coincidences basically yeah like you can like that's the parallel i'm trying to make like yeah okay, but can rabbit. we compare those texts to a corpus of every combination of thousand words i feel like a co- every combination of thousand words is way longer than the bible for example yeah but i don't think there's an unreasonable amount of coincidences in the bible that like suggests further like inquiry okay but then you wouldn't, wouldn't that logic mean there's also a, a bunch of wrong things in the Bible then? Yeah, there yeah, is a yeah. bunch of okay, okay. Like, are you saying that there are, like, no wrong things? Actually, I I don't know. Like, I can't really, like, talk about the faith. It's like, I if feel it's like, your religious text, it's not mine. I feel like everyone can anything. make an argument for why it is correct, you know? Or, like... And e- even the Bible. Like, I went to a Catholic middle school. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could, like, whatever, go back and forth with people go back and forth with you on this but even there's a lot of stuff in our religious texts where people are just saying now that it's meant to be taken as a lesson it's not meant to be taken literally like yeah it says adam lived for a thousand years like it's, it's not he actually yeah. Lived. yeah sure yeah so i feel like most of the stuff in the bible could be attributed to that yeah like but that's what i'm saying you say that like everyone will be... always come up with a reason to defend like their thing like and it's just because it's so open to interpretation. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're just, it's so open to interpretation that, yeah. you know, that that's almost equivalent to the thousand words, every combination of thousand sure. words. Okay. That makes sense to me. Cool. Right, and cool. And well, then, okay, but what's, what's, the, what's the big takeaway then? Because I feel like we just, or we never, <laughs> or we, we never settled from, on anything. That's fine. That's cognition. Fine. Our take, what? We, we, never, we never settled cognition. on anything. Settled oh, on like we didn't settle on... He said he's a deist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no short. Okay, okay, okay. I guess what's our conclusion on consciousness then? What? It's just well, like we, I, we have differing perspectives. Different I don't think we should. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, nice. All right. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> I appreciate you. It's great <laughs> having you on. <laughs>